because I'm smoking a joint. Oh. Is that because this week's topic is weed? Marijuana. Ganja. <clears throat> the pot. Uh, that's what we should have looked up, all the different nicknames for weed. We can still do that. <laughs> that's true. That is still something we can do. So this week's topic is weed, and we decided we should be high for this episode. Yes, we did. Dang it. But because I, I <laughs> talk too much, my joint keeps going out like a little later. And I apparently cannot type and talk at the same time because it causes me to make errors, hence the dang it. Dang it, Flanders. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it, Bobby. <laughs> I need to watch all of the episodes of that show. Okay, so here are some familiar and common terms for marijuana. Some are more familiar than others. Pot. Weed. Mm -hmm. Grass. 420. Ganja. <laughs> Sorry, when you said grass, I could think of, you darn kids are smoking that grass. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, carry on. Um, oh my god, some of these actually get downright funny. Uh, herb, joint, blunt, cannabis, reefer, Mary Jane, bud, <laughs> stinkweed, hmm. nuggets, mm -hmm. chronic. <coughs> this one confuses me. Tobacco. Hmm. Yeah. I, one maybe of these I guess things is not like the other. Well, technically, tobacco does get people kind of high. Yeah, like when you were 12 and you're trying cigarettes for the first time, you definitely got high off them. Yeah, but that's basically it. Your first cigarette ever, you can get a high off it. And that, that was it. Um, Then we go into hay. Rope. Rope? I've never heard rope before. I've never heard hay before. Hey. Okay, gangster. <laughs> All right. You so know that's just because it's a bunch of white boys sitting in their mom's basement or garage. A hundred percent. Going gangster. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is who made that list. This is on a GeoCities website. <laughs> right. It's like every single one of them bragging about their teen stash. <laughs> I swear weed helps my stash grow. And not the chronic masturbating. Um, skunk. Boom. Boom. Okay. Blaze. Ashes. Block. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get it. Broccoli. Because they're trees. <laughs> Burrito. Bernie, but like B U R N I E. Uh huh. And charge. Hmm. Those last few were a bit of a stretch. Yeah, that was somebody I going, Oh, I just need to round out this list. I don't want to make it short. <laughs> they pay me by the word. <laughs> oh, God, what else is a tree? Broccoli? I just. I... I... <laughs> by the <laughs> It's just really pulling. <laughs> I know, yeah. Anyway, those were my uh, fun nicknames. Um, so here we are. 
on uh, slap a title on it. Welcome back. Hello, hello. <laughs> to a very special episode of uh, slap a title on it, uh, where we talk about weed. And um, Janine is a mom, but yes. she still smokes weed. <sighs> and I have a question for you, Nine. Yes. Do you think it makes you a better mom? Ooh, she's cutting deep in the first question. Um, does it make me a better mom? Yes. Uh, I struggle sleeping, so and it definitely helps with my sleeping, but it's not. Um, it doesn't affect my cognition enough that I can't wake up if like my son needs me or anything like that and most of the time when I wake up I'm completely sober it's just I need that like bridge to get me to sleep um because that's where I struggle once I'm asleep I'm good but it's just getting there that's that's the battle yeah that's um, why I do it too yeah at night that's mainly I only really smoke at night mm-hmm. and I just get really sleepy if I smoke it during the day no, it's not. <laughs> um, but so I guess in the fact that like, I guess I sleep more normal. I mean, I'm not the best sleeper even with that, but um, I'm able to get some semblance of a normal sleep, which I think in turn makes you a better person. <laughs> so that would spill over into being a better mom for That's sure. True. Uh yeah, I don't know. I don't really think I've ever thought too like swiftly about it. Yeah. Um yeah, that's a nice thing about weed is you can smoke as much as you want at night and you can wake up tomorrow and nothing will be different. <laughs> no, not really. I mean, if you it's really go fun. like if you give it your like college best or like Snoop Dogg concert, you're going to wake up still stoned and exhausted. But I mean, that's about the extent of it. But yeah, and you'll probably have had a really solid sleep too. Oh, it's gonna be a like you're gonna have a coma. <laughs> you know, one of those sleeps where your head hits the pillow and then you just like don't remember and you wake up and you're like, I just was transported to today. Like I, <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, actually, um, to bring back to Snoop Dogg when I was in Las Vegas. If- couple years ago i smoked something called snoop dog weed and it was the most messed up weed ever was it just like i took one hit and i couldn't smoke anymore and it's bad like i'd say i smoke weed almost every single day maybe every once in a while i won't or if i have a migraine i might not Mm -hmm. smell might bother me but i mean otherwise i guess you could call me chronic sort of yeah, I don't, I guess, I don't know. It's just, I always feel so weird about that because some people can have like a glass of wine at night and like, they're like wine enthusiasts, but mm-hmm. somebody like has like a bowl or a joint to put them to bed and like they're a chronic. Like I just find that kind of funny that just the double standard almost yeah and it's um a lot nicer than uh going to bed drunk because i've gone to bed drunk and it's awful 
yeah, I can't drink anymore. It's absolutely like atrocious to my body. <laughs> like I don't even get drunk. Like I, uh, for my wedding anniversary this year, my husband and I thought that it would be like this great super duper idea to get a hotel room and like have a night without the kid and we'll go for dinner and like actually have some husband and wife time. And <laughs> at dinner, I get way too confident and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to have a glass of wine. And I know alcohol makes me sick, but every now and then like I can have a glass and be okay. And I think I barely drank a glass and I was like, Oh, I don't feel good. And I woke up and puked so hard, like mm. so hard. I was so sick that night, like, I was just lying in bed, like, feeling like crap, like, in a house coat underneath the covers, like, shivering, and my husband's like, so, like, are you okay? And I was like, no, I'm so <laughs> sorry, like, we got this hotel room, <laughs> but it was, it was so ridiculous, and then, yeah, and then I woke up in the morning and just yacked my brains out, and he was like, oh, wow from that little wine that is insane like i just don't even get drunk i just go straight to being hungover so it's Ooh. not even worth it no that sounds like a nightmare yeah that's I, essentially what it is. i enjoy beer <laughs> i'll drink a wine every once in a while but i'm not like crazy and I'm i used to love wine but and so i thought we would talk about um the two different types of weed um, now, before you continue, I just want to point out that weed is 100% legal in the country that Janine and I live in, which is Canada. Yes. It's federally legal. So us smoking weed, we can't really call it caps on us because nothing will happen. Unless we have like more than four plants that we're growing in our house. But even still, I think it's been um, decriminalized. So there's two main strands of sativa. And the ones that Janine and I usually smoke would be an indica, which gives you a body high re relaxation. It's a little bit of an appetite stimulator, a.k.a. the munchies. It's a sleep aid. It's for pain relief. It's best for nighttime use. And it looks a little bit shorter and bushier. And the leaves are shorter and wider. So it's a stockier. Bella. Ooh. And that tends to be what I lean towards for a myriad of reasons. Oh, 100%. I don't yeah. want to be high and be creative. I don't even work. So then so that uh, brings us to sativa. It's uh, head high. It gives you alertness. It's uplifting and euphoric. Uh, it can increase your creativity, increased energy, and it's best for daytime use. Um, and it's a taller and slimmer plant, and the leaves are longer and thinner. And that's not really what I smoke, but... Um, someone say like a Kevin Smith who uh, is extremely creative when he gets high is most likely smoking a cigar. Yeah. Like I tend to stay away from those. That's just not, uh, I find it actually makes me more anxious. Oh yeah. I'd be afraid. I find if, yeah, like um, I find a lot of people who say that like marijuana gives them anxiety. It is because they smoke sativa or they've that's been their experience and anybody that's prone to anxiety i feel like a sativa is going to be more likely to trigger that if that is your reaction yeah um but i actually before marijuana was legal in canada i got my doctor's license 
um, because I have polycystic ovarian syndrome and, uh, they actually wanted me to be part of a study, um, to be part of, uh, a suppository for pain relief. <laughs> and they were going to put weed in there. Yeah. But I got pregnant. So like all use obviously like stopped and I had stopped previously before that anyways, because I was trying to get pregnant. Um, but yeah, so I was, I had had my license and, um, because of how bad my polycystic ovarian syndrome was, it's so painful. Um, I'm insulin resistant. Um, and it really does. Like I find most painkillers don't do for me what I can get from like a THC bath bomb and maybe like a little bit of like a vape or something like that. Um, just for like pain relief. Like it just, I don't know. It it's, I've never had naproxen or anything like that do for me what that can do to help to alleviate the pain. Yeah. The stress. It probably also like helps you be less in your head for experiencing the pain too. Yeah, because you just like they're my periods are heavy and they just there's a lot of force pushing it out. Wow. <laughs> yeah, this is this is didn't think that this is where our conversation on weed would come <laughs> out, but here we go. No, polycystic ovarian syndrome is a really misunderstood and underspoke about uh and endocrine disorder to have and there's so many ramifications that can come from it and like there's actually so many benefits that can come from smoking weed or vaping it or doing an edible like whatever your grab bag is like it can be so beneficial um if you're in pain um especially if you're insulin resistant and uh you know if you're having like when i get my cyst flare-ups um my sugars crash really easily and it's hard for me to eat. So, um, not all the time, like normally I can figure out a way to make myself eat, but like if I'm really, 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 really desperate, which I don't, it doesn't happen too often. Like I maybe happens like once every four years. Mm -hmm. Um, then like <clears throat> I'll have like a daytime indica just to like scarf some food down cause I'm so hungry, but and I can't eat, so you just need to, like, settle it. But mm -hmm. that doesn't happen too, too often. But, but, I mean, the option's there if you need it. Um, and, yeah, I think that there's just, like, a lot of misconceptions as to, like, medicinally what it can do. Oh, yeah, 100%. And uh, <clears throat> to relieve anxiety and uh, what... A lot of people who have epilepsy use it's called CBD oil, or they oh, yeah. a CBD strain of uh, weed. I forgot to say that you don't get a high at all. You just sort of get a, mm, not even a body buzz. It's like just a relaxing, more comfortable feeling that you get. I don't know how exactly the oil helps with epilepsy, but there's been a lot of tests and trials, and, and yeah, because there's. The THC is what, like, the psychoactive, that's what gives you the high feeling, but the cannabinoid, the CBD, is more of, like, a medicinal value. And THC also has its medicinal values. Like, THC does have more of a pain relief value than a CBD does. Yeah. 
but uh so they both like have their benefits and and that uh brings us to the 20 health benefits of cannabis that any that everyone should know about by the medical cannabis network so a lot of these are probably going to be um uh well known we've already talked about the relief of chronic pain yeah i didn't know this but it improves lung capacity I could see that. Yeah, I guess it just, I, I guess because it doesn't hurt your lungs the way smoking does, it, uh. Well, I mean, it, that depends on how you're smoking it. If you're, yeah, I mean, yeah. if you're going full smooth Snoop Dogg, like I fail to see how that's not going to hurt your lungs the way that smoking does. Yeah, that's true. But if it's more of like a sporadic thing or, you know, you just trouble sleeping, have a little bit, go to bed. Yeah, and you can also vape it as well, which is also yeah, and vaping's a lot less. Yeah, um, it helps you lose weight, which I really don't believe because if you get the munchies, you know that you're not craving an apple. <laughs> but in that same token of uh, going back to like me having polycystic ovarian syndrome, if I'm having like a particular moment where it's difficult for me to eat, um. And it's been like a day, your body goes into like starvation mode and you're not going to lose weight that way. So yeah. if you can maintain like a regular, like if you're having some sort of medicinal reaction and you're struggling to eat, like this is why cancer patients too, yeah, that's eat good. it, Help. like smoke it so that they can eat. So um, if you're, especially like with polycystic ovarian syndrome, I'm going back to it because I know it so well, um, but we struggle to lose weight because of the insulin resistance. So if you can find a way to get a healthy uh, amount of food in you properly uh, and balance out your resist or insulin at the same time, it can be a benefit and help you lose weight. So I can definitely see that. Um, it's supposed to regulate and prevent diabetes. Isn't oh, that which is... Again, important for polycystic ovarian syndrome because of the what? Insulin resistance. Yeah. I'm going to stop talking. <laughs> it says research conducted by the American Alliance of Medical Cannabis has linked cannabis to stabilize blood sugars, lower blood pressure, and improve blood circulation, hence why people with arthritis and a lot of aches and pains. Too. It also helps to fight cancer. Well, there you go. Yeah, there's a large amount of evidence that shows cannabinoids can help fight cancer, at least certain types of it. Well, my friend is near and dear to my heart, and she is battling stage four endocrine cancer. And she is a weed educator, so she actually knows so much about it. And I probably should have like <laughs> messaged her and gotten her to give me a few tips and tricks but she uh is in the middle of chemo right now so i don't want to bother her but um cannabis has been such a huge benefit to her while going through chemo huge 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 and her prognosis was not great uh but she keeps fighting like nobody's business and she's gonna i believe she's gonna be around longer than doctors say she will um and it's probably because she smokes so much weed 
but like it helps her so much like the chemo has just ruined her joints so like she can't move without being in chronic pain and then the chemo makes her sick so like she can't eat and she's nauseous and like you name a condition that uh cannabis can help and like she's probably got it and is using cannabis for that uh, that's a, probably because, a lot better than the plethora of pills they'd probably be throwing at her. Right? Yeah. And uh, the next one is it helps treat depression, which I didn't know that did either. Yep. Wow. That, I feel like, has it to be... stabilize moods and ease depression. Yeah. It shows promise in autism treatment. This cannabis is known to calm users down and control their mood. That's true. Yeah, no hippie has ever started a war. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Fair enough. It helps regulate seizures, and that I can account to because my sister has uh, epilepsy, and she has been using CBD and marijuana for quite some time to help um, keep her seizures under control. A former colleague of mine has a son with uh epilepsy and she also uses cbd oil to help regulate his and he's 10 11 oh wow like yeah but it's so helpful and like it's really helped to make the seizures become less and not as intense when they come yeah yeah that's the thing i don't know what it does or how it helps that either I think it has to do with like something in your obviously something in your brain derp. <laughs> oh, <laughs> neurobiologist uh, Emily Boss. <laughs> I'm I'm high. Okay, I'm I'm losing my vocabulary. <laughs> Next, it also helps to mend bones. It helps heal broken bones, quickening the healing process, and helps with ADHD and ADD. It helps the treatment of glaucoma, which was like. One of the ones you always saw in like movies and stuff. Yeah. When you saw like an older person smoking weed. What? It's for my glaucoma. It's for my glaucoma. It helps alleviate anxiety. I can 100% attest to that. It, oh, I didn't know this. It slows development of Alzheimer's disease. Hmm. Oh, well, then that gives me more reason because I have a lot of that in my family. Yeah, so do I. Uh, it, it helps deal with pain linked to arthritis it helps with ptsd symptoms which i've actually heard um someone on the joe rogan podcast i forget his name uh but he was talking about how he smokes weed to help with his ptsd from afghanistan wow yeah he has this it's a company or something it's called um own the dash and what it means is like you have your birth date and your death date own the dash in the middle. I like it. It's All right. Cool. All right. It's it seems very like American militaristic, but yeah, I'm I don't hate it. No, I think it's nice. <laughs> As you, you drink nice your tea man. from your fuck off cup. Yeah. <laughs> For my nine. Um, it helps provide relief to individuals with multiple sclerosis. It reduces side effects linked to hepatitis C and increase oh. the effectiveness of treatment. It, that is a new 
new to me. I know. It treats inflammatory bowel disease with Crohn's and ulcerative colitis. Um, Helps with tumors associated with Parkinson's disease. And it helps with alcoholism. Huh. Have you seen those videos that go viral on, like, pick a social network? And it's like elderly people and there you have Parkinson's disease and they're like, this is me with my meds and I'm still like shaking and like unable to do what I need to do. And they're like, this is me when I take medicinal marijuana and like you name the way, whether they have a joint, some people do like an oil and they spread it on toast, you name it. And then they're like 20 minutes later and they've like got their life back and they're just like sitting there and it's all a video to try and make medicinal marijuana legal in wherever they are. Oh, I have seen like, it's like all like in the that. States. Yeah. I think that's, it's crazy incredible. Like what can be done? And I know it is really nuts on how much um, weed can help. And they're still haven't cracked the code completely on it. No. On all of the good that it can do and i mean it's not without its uh downsides like i mean to everything in moderation so if you do do too much in excess yes marijuana is going to link to cancer because again too much in excess like if you do too much like yes it can lead to excessive laziness because again like anything in excess is going to have a negative ramification Plus, they say um, for people with still developing minds, like younger than the age of 16, they say that it can cause permanent and irreversible brain damage. And exactly, yeah. It can cause like a lot of different mental health uh, disorders. Exactly. So, I mean, everything in moderation, and you want to be uh, discretionary on you know, your own use and, and all that, but it's. It definitely has its benefits and does not deserve the rap that it's had in the past. Um, <clears throat> I totally was, drug. that actually perfect because that's what I wanted to talk about was Russell Brand and I want to try and find the quote. But Russell Brand, uh, there's this quote by him and essentially I'm going to paraphrase here. It says that like marijuana, cocaine, heroin, drinking. All that is, none of those are gateway drugs. Like, nobody is born an addict. Nobody chooses to be an addict. Like, the things that get you there are trauma, negligence, lack of contact, lack of compassion, lack of connection. And, you know, all these drugs is just our last, not ours per se, but like when people become addicts, they're just looking for that connection to try and feel what they're lacking um which i think is one of the most profound ways of looking at drugs and addiction and way we really should be looking at drugs and addiction that it's not a choice problem that it's a like it's a societal problem yeah it's um i think what we need to do is legalize all of it and use it yeah. for what like test it and see what else it can be used for because like heroin used to be what they would give people when they were addicted to cocaine <laughs> and they used liquid cocaine just for regular pain when you went to the hospital 
I know. Well, it used to literally be an ingredient in Coca-Cola. That's where it got its name. Yeah. <laughs> and then what else? Uh, heroin. Yeah. Heroin used to be used as like stomach remedies too. Yeah. Um, But now there's research showing that like psychocilocybin, the active ingredient in mushrooms, can be really beneficial to people with PTSD and severe depression and can really turn around suicidal tendencies. And so that, let's explore that. Like, and I mean, LSD was tested to be a mind control drug, but that just turned out to be Woodstock. (laughs) So... (laughs) Don't try the brown acid, man. Um, <laughs> but even still, though, like LSD, they still show that it can help with PTSD and uh, severe depression. Yeah. Um, they also say that uh, magic mushrooms can help uh, if you microdose them for migraines. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Yeah, I've never done mushrooms, so. Oh my gosh. Have you done mushrooms, Nine? Yes. Do you want to tell a story? Um, Oh my gosh. So I was actually just going to drop like a fun fact before I go into the story. (laughs) And then I think that's going to be a good way to wrap up this whole conversation. But uh, they say that people of higher intelligence are more likely to experiment with drugs because they want to oh, like experience as much as the mind has to offer due to their higher intelligence. And so they're more likely to experience, experiment with drugs. Like Steve Jobs definitely hardcore experimented with drugs and like a ton. I mean, look at Elon Musk. Like that guy is just a walking, I don't even know what. Well, he smoked weed on the Joe Rogan podcast and his stock went down the next and day. And looked like a pirate. Like, it was unbelievable. Uh, no one can make fun of that man. I love Elon Musk. I'm sorry. I just, he was in an episode of Rick and Morty, okay? He played, I've, wait for it, Elon Tusk. Get the fuck out. <laughs> I'll see myself out. I'm not kidding, um, though. That's a real character in season five. Oh, season four. But, no, there's been a few times that I've done them i have only done them a handful of times um regret none of it uh and i really do think it does like open and like an uncharted territory in your brain and you're just i don't know um but it was so much fun um the one that sticks out the most was it was in college. It was my first year of college, and it was the night of the teacher strike. Uh, there was going to be like a college teacher strike, and we weren't sure if they were going on strike, and I was pretty convinced. <laughs> and so me and another girl I was friends with at the time uh, just decided, like a bunch of friends were going to do it the next night, but we were like, screw it, we want to do it tonight, and we just had a ball. And... It's so hard to describe, like, what it's like, but, like, things that don't move, move, like... Did you watch Yellow Submarine? Because I'm convinced no one can watch that movie sober. (laughs) No, actually, we were outside a lot of the time. It was March, but it was, like, a cool night in March where there was frost on the ground. 
Um, and because my college was my college, there was a cornfield that was by there, but there was like all these stalks that were down. And so we were like walking through like the cornfield and then the mushrooms started to kick in. And so like these broken little stalks started to become like tiny little corn people. And we were like, tra la 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 in your village. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then we got out and we decided to head back uh, to our dorm. And so the ground had a bunch of frost on it and the grass had really long blades and they were laying really flat. And it was, I could still remember it. It was really pretty in my head. But it looked like all these tiny little like crystalline bugs that were crawling over each other, like trying to carry us like regally to the dorm room. <laughs> this is what was happening in my head. Um, <laughs> like there was, but there was like nothing scary or terrifying. Like I was just in like the best mood and I was like, nature's coming to take me home. <laughs> and... <laughs> that sounds like fun. <laughs> It is. And, uh, but then we decided to lay down, um, and stare at the sky and, uh, it, the stars were out and then we started shouting, um, wish you were here by incubus. Mm -hmm. Cause it was like, dig my toes to the stand. <laughs> the sky resembles a backlit canopy with holes punched in it. <laughs> I'm counting UFOs. I signal them with my lighter. And we were like scrambling to find a lighter. And we're like, no, we need to find a lighter. The UFOs are going to go by. <laughs> uh, and then once we finished singing that song, we went back in and Wait, just like. Did you find a lighter? I don't remember. Oh. <laughs> I just, but like, I just remember like the sky really did look like a banner like waving in the wind um and uh yeah and then we went back inside the dorm and just we're running around I, it was mostly it was just staring at like patterns and things because we were really starting to like trip hard that's kind of like why we wanted to be inside mm -hmm. but like this one girl had a cherry tattoo and I kept poking it and she was getting really annoyed. <laughs> she became my roommate and was in my wedding party. <laughs> we made up. Um, but yeah, so like it just kept moving and like the wallpaper and carpeting that was in the dorm was really well patterned. So it kept moving. And so like we just kept running up and down the halls to see like how it would like shift and move and <laughs> Yeah, it was just, it was, it was just like a fun night. And then we woke up and kind of felt like, I don't know, you just kind of feel groggy, but you're not like, I hate everything. You're just like, oh, could probably use like another four hours of sleep. And then you go take it and you're fine. Hmm. It doesn't sound too bad. Mm -mm. But as you could tell, like from how good of a mood I was in, I can see how like it would help to alleviate uh, like severe depression and things like that, like with the micro dosing, yeah, for sure, definitely, with for sure, because like you're just in the best mood, right? All right, so I think that uh, will uh, culminate this episode of weed of slap a title on it. Please remember to uh, follow, subscribe, and 
rate us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And check out my website, www.emily-boss.com. That's boss, B-O-S, just one S, dot com. And find us there. Or you can contact us on our social needs, which is uh, Instagram at slap a title on it. Yes, and if you do decide to indulge in any of the adult activities we discussed here today, please to make sure you are of age, that it is legal and used responsibly. I have to say that I'm a mom. Uh, <laughs> my name is Janine, a.k.a. Nine. And my name is Emily, a.k.a. Nine. Uh, we have to figure out something to sign off with at some point. I bid the adieu. I bid the adieu. <laughs> <laughs>